baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Larry Mullins, and here are today's top local stories. We are following that investigation up in the Bronx where four people have been shot, sending police scrambling to Mott Haven to figure out who and why. 1010 Wins newsman Roger Stern up there with the latest. It happened outside the Mott Haven houses along East 141st Street near Willis Avenue. Glenn lives across the street and heard the gunfire. At first, the shots came slowly. After that, I just heard a bunch of shots. About 11. The victims are three males and a woman, two in their 30s, another 41. One of them went to the hospital on his own. None of the injuries are considered life-threatening. Roger Stern, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM at the Mott Haven Houses in the Bronx. And we'll keep you posted if any arrest is made in that case. Meantime, the city council heard from the top guy at the transit department today during a hearing on security and safety in the subway system. Transit President Richard Davies says a station cleaner was viciously assaulted by a suspect with 43 prior arrests and multiple convictions. I don't believe as transit president that man has the right to use our system. He plans to lobby the state legislature for a tougher loss to that end. He says security guards at the exit gates have reduced fare evasion. Station agents will be assisting outside the booth. Wayfinding concerns, helping folks uh, use their Metro card now, Omni coming soon. He says more eyes and ears for safety. Juliet Papa, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM. In other news, the search on now for the suspect in an armed robbery over in Queens. Investigators say the victim, a cabbie, was sitting in his taxi on Seneca Avenue uh, right there in Ridgewood this morning when a man walked up, pointed a gun through the window, and then robbed him. Fortunately, the cabbie was not injured. They say he was sitting there counting out his money when the, uh, the robbery took place. As for the robber, he was last seen driving off in a green Ford Explorer. Well, today, New York City Comptroller Brad Lander sat down with uh, 21 NYCHA residents who will help steer the Comptroller's resident-powered audit process next year. The aim is to get feedback from people who actually live in the projects who can say firsthand what the issues are and how best to correct them. Lander speaking with 1010 Wins about some of the feedback he's gotten. There's a real, you know, speaking to sanitation issues uh, that, you know, that the trash compactors don't work, that the, the buildings are and the grounds are not adequately clean. Um, you know, of course, people raise uh, safety issues as well, but mostly what they want is accountability. Yeah, it's the comptroller's job to carefully eye all city agencies that receive city money once every four years. The public housing authority has been under the microscope for several years due to perennial financial and managerial struggles and ongoing grievances from residents. We have reached out to NYCHA for comments. A recognition on the way for the Central Park Five at an unveiling ceremony a week from today. The entrance to Central Park on 110th, this is between Lenox and Fifth Avenues, will officially be renamed the Gate of the Exonerated. It's in honor of the man, including Dr. Youssef Salam, speaking with 1010 Winds. It feels wonderful. Um, in many ways, this is almost like an apology from the city 
But even more than that, it's an honor and a recognition that this should not have happened in the first place. In a case that uh, made big headlines back then, the Central Park Five went to prison as teenagers and spent years behind bars after being prosecuted for the brutal attack and rape of a woman jogging in the park in 1989. It turns out to be a crime they did not commit, and they were cleared in 2002. Well, it seems the city initiative aimed at cracking down on dangerous drivers hasn't really been cracking down on dangerous drivers. The dangerous vehicle abatement program was meant to keep the city's worst drivers off the road, those who keep racking up speed camera tickets. You're going to have to take a course in which you listen to the voices of family members who have lost loved ones who were killed in traffic crashes. Of the 16,000 drivers who qualified, City Comptroller Brad Lander says just over 1,000 were sent notices by the City Department of Transportation. Transportation. Hundreds still didn't take the course, and the law allows for their car to be towed, but Lander says that's only happened 12 times. The vast majority of even the most reckless drivers have had no real consequence uh, for their dangerous behavior. He blames staffing issues at the DOT, though the agency is pushing back, telling us it is following the law, successfully developing a pilot program. Steve Burns, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM. Well, if you're back masking up again, it looks like you're in the minority here in New York City with COVID cases on the rise again since Thanksgiving and concerns growing high about the flu and the respiratory virus RSV. City health officials strongly recommending masks again, especially when you're indoors or in a crowd. But based on a quick check of the subways and other spots in the city, most folks seem to be going without. Either way, the rolling seven-day average of new cases is at 13% in New York now. That's the highest it's been since August but those numbers are likely an under uh, uh, underreporting because most tests these days are taken at home. The governor stepping up the fight against anti-Semitism now and other forms of hate in New York. Just days before the start of Hanukkah, she announced the creation of a hate and bias prevention unit to lead public education and outreach, serve as an early warning system in local communities, and to quickly mobilize in support of communities in which a bias incident has occurred. Governor Hochul made the announcement before dozens of Jewish leaders at the Lincoln Square Synagogue. And it's not just going to be sitting in a bureaucratic office. This is going to be part of a statewide initiative going to all 62 counties to educate and also be an early warning system. Senator Chuck Schumer and Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas also spoke about what the federal government is doing to assist Jewish communities. Over the past 22 months, we have issued more than 100 advisories, bulletins, and alerts to ensure that we are informing you and other communities of the threat landscape and how best to stay safe. Marla Diamond, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM on the Upper West Side. Meanwhile, the Hate Crimes Task Force investigating a possible bias attack in the subway over the weekend. A 24-year-old woman was at the Canal Street NQRW subway station in Chinatown about 8 p.m. when some guy who looked to be in his 50s started yelling at her and hurling anti-gay slurs. He then allegedly hauled off and slugged her. When the woman tried to record him on her phone, she got punched again in the eye. And then police say the guy threatened to stab her with some sharp object he had in his hand. We don't know exactly how badly the woman was injured. So far, there have been no arrests. Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.